2: sports radio 550 it's time to take a look inside high school sports now here's your host tony caligiri brought to
0: you by mighty taco mighty taco would go great right about now by Minio and sapio italian sausage taste the difference quality makes and by dent neurologic institute developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community good morning and welcome to
3: inside high school sports i'm your host tony caligiri yeah, we have a studio full. We have Mike McCarthy from Mount St. Mary's. We have Frank Wolf, Roger, Joe Marguccio, Talking Girls Basketball. Seedy meetings going on right now, Raj?
1: Absolutely, yeah, as we speak. Uh, I got most of the uh, you know, lineups from the PowerPoints now, just waiting on some of the uh, coin tosses. Uh, I'm not familiar with the tiebreakers.
3: Are boys and girls going on right now? Yes.
1: Okay. And they're all at uh, on Harlem Road at the Bowsey's now. They're not. They used to meet at the Pew every year, but now I think it's right on Harlem Road at the Bosey Center. All right, we're going to get into all that
3: and more as the show goes on.
1: Uh, before we start, just for the uh, Wallbanger family in Lakeview, morning, y'all.
3: Thank you, Raj. All right, Frank Wolf, kick us off with news and notes. There's a lot here, Tony. So bear with me. Boys' hoops,
2: as you know, Don Welch hit for fifty-one on Thursday. He has now the school has the school record for scoring in a single season. Uh, excuse me, single game, fifty one. He already had the season record. Um, he's just he, 41 oh, away. forty one away from taking down uh, Richie Campbell's long standing record. Uh, and the Warriors also captured the E C I C three division crown. It was like ending a fifty four year drought. So that was a pretty wow uh, long time coming for them. Uh, I believe they're, they're, they now have to wait for Ken East in Leuport. So they'll face the winner of that game in Cheektawaga. And if Dom hits there, he breaks the record. If not, it's going to have to come at Buff State. But no doubt he's going to break it. Girls' Hoops, um, they're, as Roger mentioned, they've got the seatings all set. Check it out on the Section 6 website. And not sure if anyone caught the story. Uh, Ken Wesley, Blue Devils, what they did on Thursday night for Grace Ferguson, the yeah. senior that was out and missed the entire season. Uh, nice uh, nice thing that the coaches from both teams did. Amherst was on board with a nice little thing for Grace. They let her go out there and score a, couple, uh, a bucket you know, just so she could take part in the senior night festivity. So nice job to both teams. Mackenzie Marsh of Randolph and Rachel Senek of Wilson hit the 1,000-point plateau. Congratulations to them. Boys bowling, sectional winners. The boys were was West Seneca West, and for the girls was Niagara-Wheatfield. The individuals for the boys heading to states are Nate Maloney, Niagara-Wheatfield, Josh Snow, Frewsburg; Trevor Watts, Niagara Falls, Malik Williams from Frewsburg; Brandon Badziewiczki from Frontier, and Tom Tom Clanky from Orchard Park is heading back. Maloney, this is his third trip to States. The girls heading out to States will be Cameron Spring, Allegheny Limestone from Springville. Mariah Gamal, West Seneca West and East, Katie Zimba heading out there, Cattaraugus Little Valley, Brittany Gray. Uh, Frontier, Brittany McAndrews, and from Leonardo da Vinci, Briona Thompson. Those six bowlers will be heading to states. And girls' hockey, last weekend the flop lost uh, the state finals to Section 3 Skinny Atlas, 5 1. But uh, next week, Sunday, they will be taking on Williamsville for the Fed Hockey Championship. That's an 8 p.m. start out at Harbor Center. Boys' hockey, section playoffs underway. Thursday, Ken East scored their first win of the season over Amherst. It was a playoff game. They knocked off the Tigers. So they will face rival Ken West on Sunday out at Northtown. North, North Tanawanda North with another big upset. They beat West Seneca West 4-1 on Thursday. They faced Will East on Sunday. Uh, Loopport, double overtime win yesterday over Sweet Home, their first ever playoff win. Congratulations to those guys. And West Seneca East knocked off Will South in wrestling. These are all the wrestlers heading to states. I know they're listening. They're all practicing right now out at Lancaster from the large school Division I. The champions, 99, Aiden Rabidou from Clarence, 106, Parker Rosler, Lancaster, 113, Justin McDougall, Niagara-Weedfield, 120, Matt Janot, Williamsville South, 126, Willie McDougall from Niagara Falls, 132, their cousin and brother, Warren McDougall, Niagara-Weedfield, 138, Ryan Stenzel, Lancaster, 145, Connor Day, Iroquois, 152, Stephen Kapachinski, Lockport, 160, Dominic kraus Home, 170, Jacob smeeter Hamburg. One eighty-two Matt Chico Niagara Wheatfield. One ninety-five Larry Jenkins from Lakeshore. Two twenty Mason Mastrangelo, Langshore, from excuse me Lanc- Lancaster and two eighty-five Sherrod Rogers. Now the at-large bids for, excuse me, the small school Division Two champions. Ninety-nine Mike Evans Springville. One hundred six Doug Chizek Pioneer. One thirteen Dalton Gardner Fredonia. One twenty David Poff Gowanda. One twenty-six Nick Kozlowski. Portville, 132. Hector Column from Fredonia, 138. Billy Cedars from Dunkirk, 145. Dylan Ingro, Falconer, 152. Dan Torres, his teammate, also from Falconer, and another guy from Falconer, 160. Cameron Page, 170. Trevor Mysick, Maple Grove, 182. Zach Trim from Ma- Maple Grove, 195. Tyler Smith, Pioneer, 220. Jordan McLaughlin, Olean, and 285. Laith Al Seuss from Leuport football. Mike Tirillo got the job at Will East. He's their new head coach there. And shout out to Dom Prince. The Burgard Bulldog has decided to take his talent to Bethel University Division Two. Cool.
1: I noticed on that when they had that thing that uh, Dominic Prince is actually a student at Seneca. Yes. I believe MST. I yeah. was not aware of that oh, until yeah. I saw it. Uh, I, got, uh, I think he was one of two that
3: okay. actually uh, participated with the Burgard team.
1: Okay, I got a couple things. The one thing, they had a thing in the paper the other day about uh, Greg Dolan. And they said he had four assists, and it broke the Will South assist record. So Stasiak. Yeah, and that's what I have questioned. I'm waiting for my sources to get back to me. I believe the assist record at Will South belonged to uh, Mark Coppola. And the only reason I say that is uh, before his freshman year, uh, Paul Stasiak told me that he said by the time Greg Dolan finishes, he will break Paul stage Stasiak, uh, Phil Stasiak's scoring record and Mark Pola's assist record. So I'm waiting for some clarification okay. on that. Uh unfortunately, well, unfortunately for uh Clarence, Sweet Home, and Amherst, we can't have a cash flop final in the uh <laughs> in the girls' hockey. And uh, Maybe one, at the World Series of Poker you might get it is. It is? <laughs> uh, all we need is the river, right? Yeah. Uh quick question on Dominic uh Welch's performance. We had uh, some controversy. I think we still have it on the Facebook page about uh, uh, Maddie Williams from uh, Medina with the uh, 16 three points, uh, all that, and as far as pouring it on and all that. How would you feel about uh, Dom Welch's performance against the Depew? He had 29 at halftime. They were up 50-something to 20-something, and he played the whole third quarter. Now does that compare to what, what happened with Maddie Williams at uh
2: I don't think so cuz they were, they were playing for a division title. Yeah. You got to win that game.
1: Well, you're already up uh I don't agree. You don't agree? No. You wrong. Uh, all- when you're out there to win a title, but and- you got the title in hand practically at halftime. Mm. We've seen teams crumble. You see the Super Bowl? Okay, take them out in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Well, they did take him out in the fourth quarter. Well, actually, he uh, he got his 51st point right at the start of the fourth quarter. Oh, well. I just, you know. I know. I understand if it. We, we You know, we, if we bring it up with the girls, we have to at least acknowledge it with the boys. That's all I'm doing, Anthony. Well, if you want to chime in on the debate, feel free to go to our Facebook
3: page and, uh, and join in. Post your opinion. More uh, Everybody's opinion is welcome. All right, guys, let's get on to the uh, the Everyone's? Test. Everyone, almost everyone. Roger isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get on to girls basketball. As I said, Mike McCarthy from Mount St. Mary's is here in studio. Good morning, Mike. Good morning to you, too. Have a pleasure to have you in studio. Uh, this is a big day for Western New York, and not only for the boys, but obviously for the girls, as far as Section 6. Monsignor
0: Martin, you guys still have, what, another week to go before playoffs? Twenty third, we end. Uh, I believe is the last uh, the non league or the league games, and the twenty sixth starts the playoffs for us.
3: What uh, what's yet to be determined in Monsignor Martin?
0: I think everything the table's kind of set. Uh, we will finish in a second third game, two three game. Um, obviously O'Hara is going to finish that one spot. Traditionally they do. Um, right now we're waiting on to see if uh, Sacred Heart beats Nichols. If so, we play Sacred Heart in that uh, two three game, and whoever wins that goes to the A State game. Uh, we're hoping to get back there. Who did?
3: Well, when do they play?
0: 23rd um, of February, so three days before the playoff game.
3: Okay, and then uh, once the playoffs start, where's is it uh, at first round home court, and then you guys go to neutral or no?
0: We we do everything right at Villa. Oh, okay. So right at Villa, uh, we're scheduled to play on the 26th. So uh, we hope everyone can be there um, in that two three game at 7:45. It is the feature game. Uh, it's the last game of the day. Um, it should be nice. Is, does the fact that you're
3: playing at a uh, neutral site, does that have any bearing uh, on on the teams? Like, you know, if they're not familiar with that court?
0: Well, if you've ever been to our gym, uh, I don't know if anyone in this room has been, but it's about the size of a closet. Oh, okay. So, so you're at Lafayette. Lafayette. <laughs> yeah. so, so that we use that to our advantage quite well. Um, we're not used to being on the big floor, but uh, we have some great athletes, uh, great kids that work hard. And um, they give me everything they can. Love the girls. Um and I think, uh, depending on the court, it's not going to matter too much to us. We're just going to go play basketball.
1: Okay. Does Narden have any kind of advantage having played in their home games at uh, Villa Maria, do you think?
0: Uh, I don't know. You know, Basketball is basketball. I think the, rim, the rims are 10 foot high. and you know. And,
1: well, no, the uh, rims, I understand that, but it's the it's background. The space there. used to the back shooting and all that. Uh, how does I, that I come seen, into play?
0: I haven't seen too much where there's been many problems. There. I think the biggest problem is going to be is your conditioning. The size of the court, I haven't seen anyone shoot worse there or shoot better there, and I've been to quite a few games. Uh, I think the the size of the floor definitely makes a big difference. So will you guys run a little bit more in practices? We run quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, so I think we're ready. We're ready for the size of it.
1: Just what uh, O'Hara needs, a big court. Like, oh, they're I not know. used to running oh, up and down I that know. court anyway. Can't catch them. Uh, and, I mean, they are, what, at least nine deep. And with oh, they uh, their full-time. With the... Uh, when Andia was hurt, and uh, I think uh, Corianne had to go on a college visit or something. Yes, of course. Uh, the <laughs> and they bring in their ninth and tenth, and you know, all of a sudden it's Andia who, Corianne who, business as usual. They are, they're, you know, done a watched. good job. Oh, there. They've done a
0: very good job there. You against know.
1: a great, like I, I've reiterated about their uh, non-league schedule this yes. year, the who's yes. who of uh, New York State girls college basketball, and they have held their own remarkably. Coach,
2: obviously there's a lot of talk about O'Hara this year and probably for years to come, but what can a team do to slow them down? Is there a way to beat that team? And if so, what
0: can you do? Uh, I, I think there's a format. I'm not sure if any of us have, have the ability to do it. Well, you get um, Kobe Bryant to suit up. Yeah, that's, that's one thing you need to do. Okay, for I got sure. a better
1: idea. Last night at a, the Blackboard uh, tournament, they came up with a great way that would slow O'Hara down. Close yeah. the gym. Well, <laughs> I <fire laughs> locked alarm. the doors. They had a fire. <coughs> a fire <laughs> alarm. Yeah, the popcorn, whatever whoever was popping the popcorn, reeked so much smoke it actually set off a fire really? al- yeah. right before what halftime of the uh, second Just game. Just before, about
0: a minute to go, Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate burnt popcorn. <laughs> oh, oh. You Bill know, Maria Sir popcorn. What's that? Because <laughs> we're in the
1: gym and we're saying seriously. Then you walk out in the lobby, you have to go to go out the door, and I know why the fire alarm went off. Wow, okay, back to your... you uh...
0: i uh, I think that uh you know the format to to stop them would be to slow them down. Um, they want to run uh, they want to get a lot of possessions. The problem is is you know time a team presses or applies a lot of pressure to you, it naturally speeds you up. Uh, you have to be really well versed and coached in the idea of slow the game down, be patient, run offense, and that's just very difficult to do against them because they're going to put you on an island one-on-one defensively. Um, if you have some very good skilled ball players um, who can dribble, pass, and shoot and take care of the basketball is your best chance, um, but they, they've done a great job there, um, they're the carrot that everyone's chasing, they're constantly playing, ba- playing basketball, and you know, for our girls, we 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 enjoy playing against them because they put so much time and effort into the game. They play all year round, and all those kids are getting Division One scholarships, and they deserve it.
1: Uh, and this year, like I say, uh, with Andy, Andy's injury and all that, uh, and there's no doubt about it, between Andy and Claire's, uh, Claire Wanzer, I'm sure they're the two best players this year in Western New York. Now, when I say two best players, I don't know if they're necessarily the two best players this year. I almost think... Corey and Dixon Corey. may be having a better year than Andy the and I think she's the player of the year. I, yeah. I would, wouldn't doubt that in a heartbeat. Uh, she's, I mean, and we're talking, like I say, Tony, she may be as tall as you. Yeah. That tall? No. It wow. yeah, no, no. <laughs> may be. Well, well, you haven't seen him standing next to the rest of us. But uh, <laughs> And you ought to see her. She takes charge on that court. Uh, like I say, Andia, and now I did notice against Sacred Heart the other day when they played, they had her guarding Michaela and all that. And you, maybe you don't realize how overall Andia's game is and all that, because uh, uh, Michaela did not have one of her better nights against uh, Cardinal O'Hara, but then again, who does? Exactly. So, uh, but no, Corey Ann Dixon. Uh, I thought she got snubbed last year by not even making the top 20. This year, she's got to be top five,
0: in my opinion. Well, I I think that Corey, I I believe that India is the most athletically gifted player that we'll see in a long time here. Um, She's unbelievable defensively, can make plays anytime she wants. I just think that Corey, if you've ever met the kid, she's she's a salt of the earth. I mean, she's an amazing kid, and she's a glue of that team. Um, My daughter works out with her every now and then. Um, She's just a great kid to be around. I love being around her. I love the way she is with her teammates. I love the way her attitude is out there. She defends. She can shoot the ball. She gets everyone involved. Anything you ask her to do, she's going to do it. And for that reason, as a coach, she's a kid I'll pick every single time. Do other
3: kids pick up on that when they see a, you know, a team leader like that? Do they pick up on how that uh, person conducts themselves You know, to where it might carry over the following year and, and beyond, kind of set a standard?
0: I believe so. I believe when you know um, O'Hara's got great kids there. Um, they're great kids, and I think that you know her being as, as good of a kid as she is, it's recognized and it's recognized by the you know girls on our team. And we recognize that you know she's a good she has good sportsmanship. Um, she plays the game you know hard. She plays with everything she has, and we definitely pick up on that.
1: Were you involved with the uh, BCA NY team last? Yeah, I summer? coached it this year. Yeah, uh, didn't it. is it true? I heard that. Uh, Corianne was welcome on the team, but she passed it up so somebody else could have the opportunity. So her,
0: uh, originally, it was for her sister to have the team. Uh, to be on the team, I believe it was Angel. Correct. Yeah.
1: That, that's the kind of girl she is.
0: Unselfish. So, you know, she was yes. picked. Um, not that we won on Angel, because I believe she's one of the top five oh. players, too. So,
1: Did you uh, see those two passes she threw in that? Were you at the Sacred Heart game? Yeah, was I was there. there? Those yeah. two passes she threw? She's
0: unbelievable. Oh,
1: my. And she's only a sophomore. That's Corianne's uh, half-sister. right. Amazing. Oh, I, you know, of all the stuff that I've seen O'Hara do this year, those two passes, I went up to her mom at halftime and says, where did she get that from?
0: Listen, they're all they're all uh, very, very talented. There's another one coming up, too, plays with my daughter on, in AAU. Um, Younger eighth than grade, uh, Yes, Angel? yes. Oh, um, you know, there's one more. So uh, Aaliyah plays with my daughter on our 7th grade I-90 team. I'm part of I-90 Elite. And uh, this year we're 8th grade team. And um, she's very talented, too. So uh, there's more of them. <laughs> they Can don't you stop. coach
3: creativity? Is that just something natural that the kids have? No,
0: I think that they have it. I mean, I think that's playing a lot of basketball. I think it's going to the playground, playing against boys. I, I think that it's just a love of the game.
1: Seventh, eighth, and ninth mm-hmm. graders. You give me a group of those are out there, and we'd actually have to cut some. And I'll put them up against anybody in Western well, New we York. Well, we
0: did. We did this year. We won three high school tournaments with our seventh <sighs> grade team. So...
1: Seventh grade yet, and I mean Amazing. we're not talking about the you know Amari Duberian. The she list didn't of play ni- with us, the no. list of ninth graders is this long.
0: Amari yes, didn't play with us. It was uh, you know Ella, uh, excuse me, Ella Wanzer also Claire's sister played with us. She's my a, daughter, what, a ninth grader and, now. I think no, Ella? she's no, she's with that team. She's Ella's seventh grade. She's eighth grade. She's eighth grade. Ella, my daughter, who's oh, Mia McCarthy. <laughs> um, this girl Q from Westminster. know um, it was a very 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 talented team.
2: Coach, I know there's a lot of young girl programs out there, like BSAC. Where are all these girls coming from? Where are they learning, you know, the game?
0: Uh, I'm sorry, the question again?
2: Like, B, where are these young girls coming from, these 6th, 7th, and 8th grade? Where are they developing their talents? What are some of the younger school or programs around the area? Other than BSAC, it's the only one I really know of. You know, I, I mean,
0: I-90, um, the, the program we're involved with, um, is capturing everyone from here at Albany. So we're seeing a lot of kids that way, and a lot of people are calling and trying to get their kids involved. Uh, it's very tough to make the team, obviously, considering we're taking X amount of kids from here all the way to Albany. Um, it's been a great thing for our area. Uh, we're trying to handpick some kids. We go out and we see kids, and and if, if they can play or look like they have some talent, we, we want to talk to their parents, and we want them to contact us, check out the Facebook page, and leave us a message or you know, contact one of the coaches if they can. Um, you know, It's all about putting time in, and, and it's something that I'm blessed with with my girls at Mount St. Mary's that when, once basketball season starts, we put the time in. Now, if you want to be an elite basketball player, it's got to be 365 days a year. And we need more coaches, more volunteers, more people to say, hey, listen, we'll open up a gym.
3: What about the fact that you're hearing more and more college coaches say they don't want the specialized uh, kid? They want somebody that's playing multiple sports.
0: You know, I'm, I don't coach on the on the college level, so I, I can't uh, really comment too much on what they're thinking. But, I but just isn't
3: know. that the goal is to get them ready for college and – uh, maximizing uh, where they can go. So, in other words, if they're playing multiple sports, they're that much more open to be recruited.
0: Uh, I, I would agree with that. I think that you know basketball is, an, is a highly skilled game. There's so oh, sure. many moving pieces and moving parts, and nothing's ever the same. And I, and I believe you just need to work on skill. Not that you can't play other sports. I think that's great for you. you know, soccer players okay. are great on the basketball floor. I just think you got, if you're going to specialize in basketball, Make sure that you're working on your skill stuff. You're shooting, you're dribbling, you're So play
3: the other sports, but you're still getting your time in working on your skills. It's 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 imperative. That, yeah, that's, that was my point.
1: And then tell Olivia Schmidt to pick one, either soccer <laughs> yeah, or <right>. basketball. <laughs> yeah. Not
3: fair. All <laughs> right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to jump into Section 6, try to forecast how the seedings are going to go. Obviously, you can't pick where the coin toss is going to How I that's going to go, money. heads or tails, is one or the other. All right, we'll have more with Inside High School Sports coming up next. back one last segment and one last segment i'm jumping ahead of myself i'm already eager to get out of here and get to work in my garage on this nice day we're back with Inside High School Sports. That's better. Mike McCarthy from Mount St. Mary's in studio with us along with Frank Wolf, Roger Weiss and Joe Marguccio. Uh, program note, the way it's going to work, uh, that we're going to pretty much you know, playoff start this week. Next weekend on, we're basically going to get you updated each and every week as to what's going on with, uh, with all the winter sports. We'll do our best to uh, bring you all the updates. Boys quarterfinals are next Friday, so we'll know which boys will be at Buff State next Saturday it's exciting it really is exciting time of this uh school year and it goes by so fast I mean bake and we're already into baseball, which is a good thing because then that's spring and and softball and softball we Michael's don't want me to on. look cross I know we can go on and on and on there Barbecues. barbecue that's an even better thing to talk about uh Mike let's uh kind of size up and you mentioned before. Where you thought you were going to be in O'Hara, be no more. But give us the whole shakedown of Monsignor Martin before we jump into Section 6.
0: Okay, well, we got uh, the B. Uh, Mount Mercy is representing the first place uh, seed in the B right now. I uh, believe they'll be going against Narden somewhere in the championship there. Um, a couple of our schools, obviously, in that are Niagara Catholic, Buffalo Seminary, and Park. Uh, I believe you end up getting uh, Mount Mercy going to a, a state game. Um, you know, there was an injury with uh, Abby Adams in our game the other day against Nardin, uh, hoping she's doing well. Uh, I'm not sure what was what it was, something with a knee. Uh, so if she doesn't play in that game, uh, I believe that Mercy will probably end up beating them in the B. Um, as far as the A, the way it looks like it's going to shake out is, uh, you know, us, O'Hara, Sacred Heart, St. Mary's and Lancaster, which, by the way, they've done a great job this year, um, and Nichols. And the Nichols team, it's really improving, Um You know, Ava Bueme has been doing a great job over the last few weeks for them, and Imani Dockery has been a different player the last month of the season.
1: Uh, St. Mary's a very young team. You're going to be hearing from them for the next three years. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know, I didn't get to too many games since, but I was at a game at the, uh, was it the Alden tournament? Very early in the year. And I believe they would started three ninth graders on that team.
0: They do. They start uh, three ninth graders and two sophomores. Um, You know, Jason Klein does does a good job, puts a lot of time in. And um, the older they get, the better they're going to get. I think their next step is playing some really good competition to test themselves a little earlier in the season. And and I think that they're going to be doing really good things in the near future.
1: Anthony, you want to feel nice and young? You remember the um, Maroney gentleman from uh, Iroquois Mm -hmm. a few years Mm -hmm. back? His daughter's playing for uh, St. Mary's of Lancaster. She's a freshman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my the beard G. just got grayer. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, thank you for sending me a picture of Mr. and Mrs. Brock. It was great to see uh, them, and I see he's sporting the beard like yeah. me, all nice and gray.
1: Uh, excuse me? What? I believe the terminology is platinum blonde. Oh, okay. We don't use the G word here.
3: I, I'm sorry. I did not know that. I didn't get
0: the memo. All
1: right, let's jump into Section 6, guys.
3: Uh, uh,
0: what
1: about the large schools? You only talk, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Did you talk about the big schools?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's uh, us, O'Hara.
1: Okay, so Friday night is the playing games at Villa, right? Yes. I got it. Uh, unless there's, I, if there's a change from Pete, I didn't get it. Friday night, five thirty and seven fifteen at Villa will be the playoff games to determine what the four or five in yeah, the other four or five seats and all that. And then uh, I think the Sunday is the quarterfinal or the two the big school semis and the small school semis at Villa. And I got two, 415, 6, and 745. 745, that's us. At so Villa.
0: Check it out.
3: Okay, and let's get into Section 6. A lot of schools to talk about here. Uh, wherever you want to start, Raj, uh, how the seating is going to go. I know you said. Should we go quite talks- a first or
0: D first? Well, I got three we could talk about in double A if you want. I don't know much about the D. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, Clarence has to be a front runner. Um, and I you know on the top part of that bracket and I'm feeling that Frontier Lockport it's one of those two schools I got to give a lot of credit to the Frontier staff Um, they run a five out offense with with nine to twelve layers that I've never been able to coach myself so he does a really good job with the layers of that offense Uh, very disciplined team they've lost a couple games recently um, that they probably shouldn't have That were tough losses I believe Lancaster was one of them um, they lost
1: to Clarence at Clarence. It was a two- or three-point game. It was a one-possession game I think game they lost all the way.
0: against Lancaster, too, yes. I believe. So it kind of hurt their poll rankings. Uh, I dropped them down for that reason, but I've I seen them play against my daughter's team. And, you know, they did a very good job. Claire Grushka's playing very good basketball for them as a, as a ninth-grader. ninth-grader. Uh, I love the family. I was trying to get her to come to Mount St. Mary's out of eighth grade. Um, but Lockport, I, I'm never going to count Karen out. Um, I, I do camps with Karen. I talk to her often. Um, her and her brother do a great job, and those kids play very, very tough. Um, but I still think Clarence comes out of that, out of, out of that, with uh, being on top of the the bracket.
1: Lockport is the third seed now. They could also, depending. Lancaster is kind of, uh, I don't know, inconsistent is about the best way I could put it. Mm-hmm. But there could be sort of a rivalry there because uh, Karen Catalano, before Bill Shaw left uh, Lockport. coached at lancaster and she took over Mm -hmm. for uh shaw at lockport that's where karen teaches and all that so uh lockport is very inconsistent they could beat the best team one day and lose to the worst team the next day karen's a guidance counselor in lockport
2: her sister younger sister is a teacher at lancaster i had a coach a question for coach has karen ever thrown a shoe at you during a game
0: not yet. Not yeah, yeah. I haven't played her. Um, we just go to her camp and we do some things together. But um, I could see where she would throw a couple of shoes at me.
1: <laughs> Karen or her sister <laughs> would throw the shoe?
0: They might both throw shoes at you. I don't know the sister, but I think I can see Karen throwing a shoe at me. Raj, where are the coin tosses going to come into play?
1: Uh, so far not. Okay, it'll be in, uh, I know, Class D because uh, Franklinville and Ellicottville had to have a coin toss. uh
0: I believe Franklinville won the coin toss.
1: No, i I I'll tell you in a minute, I thought I thought did. Okay, so only talks
0: to me Franklinville, but they could be wrong.
3: No,
2: Joe no, just give, us the, so give us the CDs then. Give us the CDs and how they're gonna go down.
1: Ellicanville okay. got it. Yes. Uh Okay, you just want the potential through three matchups and one four, or you want the whole nine yards? Uh,
3: give me whatever you got. I mean, I want to know the season. Okay, uh,
1: we're in, going to Class A now? Sure. All right, well, A1, Will South is obviously the team to beat. Uh, uh, Grand Island and Hamburg would be the two and three. Uh, Tech McKinley, the four and five. Will East would have to play Hamburg. Again, I'm uh, projecting now what the quarterfinals would be. And it's not necessarily true to form, but I'm assuming always when I give you these matchups that seven will beat ten and eight will beat nine, and those are gimme games. So I probably I'm um, out of line doing it that way. But in Class uh, A one, the only team that can beat Will South in A one, in my opinion, is Will South. Yes, I agree. So uh, I'm not. You know, it sounds funny, but
0: uh, I think they'll play Hamburg though.
1: Ah. Uh, yeah, Hamburg and Grand Island. Grand you know, the uh, NFL this year was very weak in Miami.
0: We played Grand Island this year.
1: Uh, Ken East literally dominated the Niagara Frontier League, and there weren't very many close games in the rest of it. And again, Lockport playing erratically and all that. I don't think Lockport played up to their potential at all. This well, year.
0: keep in mind they did have a couple distractions, okay? A couple kids that weren't playing in games, and, you know, Karen does a great job over there with what she has.
1: Okay, A2, to me, that is going to be the epic. I mean, you are talking Kenmore East, Lakeshore, Amherst. The 4-5 game is Olean hosting that's, Star Point.
0: That's my dark horse, Iroquois.
1: Okay, Iroquois. Where am I missing Iroquois? Iroquois oh, I'm sorry. Olean. Olean hosting yep. Iroquois. That. Well, Olean's Olean. You know, they keep coming up. They move up to A2, and you think that's going to affect them. And, you know, the A's versus the B's, whether it's the boys or girls, there's something in the water down there on the, what, southeast corner of uh, Chautauqua Lake or whatever that Olean seems to feed on and all that. They got the, what, number one or two scorer in western New York. Sarah Pfeiffer. Sarah Pfeiffer, if if, if she's on... She could kick them in, she could spit them in, she'll get them in ways you will not believe. But uh, I agree with him uh, that uh, Iroquois, don't, you know, if Olean looks past Iroquois, they could get beat. Mm-hmm. But it would set up a semifinal of uh, Olean versus Kenmore East and Amherst versus Lake Shore, which those two ought to be epic games. That's the best uh, projected semifinal doubleheader this year, in my opinion. Monsignor Martin or ECIC.
0: Agree. A lot of uh, I 90 girls. That um, that the, there. sorry, uh, that
1: comp, that a two you're looking at the number three, the number four, the number six, and the number nine team in a large poll. Mm-hmm. Four teams.
0: I mean, one you bracket. know,
1: Chick-fil-A, you never know uh, if the Rumpf girl has one of her uh, hot days and all that. Look out! You know they're again inconsistent and erratic, but on any given day, especially a three-six game or a four-five game, Anthony, those are those pick-em are pick and and when the you know, maybe down in the smaller uh, school leagues and all that where they've already played each other and it's more of a truer comparison because they've played each other. It hasn't been that way in, uh, you know, ECIC versus the NFL mm-hmm. and uh, C uh, CCAC, depending on what school we're talking about. Class B1, uh, a month ago we would have said it's uh, East Aurora's title to lose, and then uh, Emma Brinker goes out and tears an ACL. I mean, you know... And uh, all of a sudden, that level of the playing field. Something fierce. Uh, East Aurora is still impressive. Yeah, uh, they're uh, the number two seed. They bring anywhere near their A game. The only one that'll have a chance against them with DePew. DePew playing real good now. Tess Borgosh is starting to play like the D one signee <laughs> that she is. She had a start of the year, she was still recovering from an injury. Then she had a concussion. She had to sit out, what, almost two weeks, I think, uh, in December and all that. Finally did come back. Took her a while to play herself in shape. But I would say the last two weeks, she's as good as anybody in western New York.
0: Uh, I would agree. Um, uh, Aviance Clark is a very talented player, too, uh, for DePue. And keep in mind, DePue also upset Lakeshore this year. It's their only loss.
1: Uh, and you know who I really like on that team is a real pistol. Is the Datterwick girl, the what? point guard? or point girl? Yep. No, no, nope. Datterwick. The oh, uh, for uh, Depew. Okay, yeah, real yeah. little thing. But uh, boy, oh boy, inch per inch, you can play with anybody. Class C, wide open in C one, in my opinion. Olmstead probably the favorite, but uh, I, well, they're the favorite. They're the number one seed, and Buffalo Arts number two. But three and four is, uh. Three, four, and five, Wilson is third, Medina is fifth, and Medina would be playing uh, Seneca in the four five game. uh, I kind of like Medina there. I could see the three and four winning the uh going to the championship game, uh Medina, and especially Wilson, Rachel Senek, not too many players <laughs> in Western New York better than her. And, I mean, she's got 1,000 points. You see her on the court, you wonder how she hasn't gotten 2,000. She's a team player. I thought it was over 200,000 points. Well, that's so what the picture <laughs> was in the thing. I didn't get any comments on that. I said 201,000 points, that's really impressive. Because what it is, the way they had the sign, she's number 20. And right next oh, to okay. it, 1,000 points. So I says, wow, Two, You know, the obnoxious... Uh, uh, Mr. W and all that two hundred and one thousand points. Wow! How come that wasn't front page in the newspapers and all that? <laughs> Great coaching, Banks. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah. know, good vibrations, right, Brian from Wilson? I had to get that one in, Anthony. You setting me up for New- that?
0: One. Newman's a really good player on that team. Caleb yes, Newman, kind of unsung hero. Absolutely. Okay, C two. Like we go back to the B. The B. Sure. There? I'm sorry. I think I think we're forgetting about who Buffalo Arts has. Now, keep in mind, I don't the like Campbells, to admit this. Yes. Girl. We lost to them on a, with a 12 or 13 point lead early in the season. And her father, first and foremost, I played with them. I graduated with them. That was the super senior year in 96. We all graduated together. I thought he was the best basketball player our, our senior year. I thought he was the best athlete. He might be the best athlete of all time in, in Western Was he player of the year? No, he was not. Uh, he didn't even actually, he, was at, he didn't have a great season, but he was that good of a player. And would, you would see his daughter play. You see a lot of him. She's strong, athletic, explosive, smart, and you can't count her out of what she's going to do on a big stage. I, I'm gonna. That's my favorite for the B is Buffalo Arts. So they'll knock off,
1: and uh, how do you? Okay, that's the the. So you're uh, saying maybe that they could actually knock off Wilson in the two. Three, I absolutely game. believe they can. Okay. Wow. Uh, how about? Uh, uh, I'm going with Medina over uh, Seneca in a 4-5
0: game. I don't that's, know if that's a given. I'll take that.
1: But uh, how would you uh, rate Medina versus Olmstead?
0: Uh, well, we have another kid from I 90, seventh grade girl, Jade Rutledge, who's, who's on the Homestead team. So I have to stick with my girls. And, and no, okay. Give them uh, the and on they the also
1: have uh, Isaiah McDuffie's sister, is yes. a ninth grader yes. on the oh, really? Homestead team. Yes.
0: Yes. Neat. Very, very good, too. Good athlete as well. All right, then, let's
1: take a break, guys. When we come
3: back, we'll uh, finish up the seedings and whatever else we could come up with. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Now I have to say one more segment.
0: <laughs> We're back
3: inside high school sports. We have coming up next, Brayton.
0: We got Sal. He's live down at KeyBank Center for the uh, Sabres game today.
3: Beautiful. All right, make sure you keep it locked right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Talking with Mike McCarthy from Mount St. Mary's. Before we get back to the seedings, one thing I love uh, pushing on this program because I think they're so important are camps. And clinics. Incidentally, I'm working on a clinic right now, a coaching clinic, and uh, we already have uh, James McNally, Mouse, already signed on to speak. When I have a date, I will pass that along to you. Your camps and clinics coming up?
0: Yes, uh, I do have a grammar school girls' camp coming up uh, next week, uh, February 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, uh, from nine to four. Um, $85 for the three days, and it's uh, you know a full day. Uh, with the skills and drills. Uh, you can check it out on uh, Twitter at, at MSM Thunder, uh or you can reach me via email at emmccarthy at msmacademy.org.
3: And if anybody's interested, if you have a camp or a clinic coming up, please feel free to post it on our Facebook page, Inside High School Sports. Get it out there. We have almost 2,000 uh, people that are belong to this group you get the word out that way. All right,
1: Raj. That camp that you're having with Mouse is that a concession stand camp?
3: No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. oh okay. No, no, that's going to be for coaches. Oh, okay. Uh, so that we could further our, you know, as coaches, Mike, as you, you never stop learning, never. And you know, anytime I get a chance to go to a camp, uh, I'm going to try and do so. So.
1: Uh, oh, all the time. I mean, you know. These coaches are constantly being taught by the parents
0: in the stands. I hear it
1: all the time. That's right. You were at my games last year.
0: I don't have that problem, believe it or not. You're I promise lucky. you. I, I, I. We talk about this all the time. I'm extremely fortunate. I have kids that all they buy in. I don't get them getting – they don't talk back. They do as they're told. And I'm a very – if you see me coach, I, I yell quite a bit. I'm in-your-face kind of coach, old school. And the parents let me do what I do, and, and I'm very appreciative of them as well as the kids. Nice.
1: That. Very nice. Let's get back to the seedings, Raj. Quickly, uh, I would put Fruisberg in the same category as uh, Will South. Uh, the only team I think that can beat uh, Fruisberg in C2, and for that matter, the crossover game, would be Fruisberg. They are really good. Three talented girls that are uh, – Two seniors and a sophomore that are uh, the leading scorers, but he plays all nine girls, and they're fresh. I can't see anybody beating them. Class D should be pretty uh, epic. Uh, Panama, Ellicottville, Franklinville, either one of them could come out of there, especially now Panama is playing real well. Their young guards are starting. To come and play, they lost Sperry and Bowen from the state runners up a year ago, and everybody was questioning, you know how important it is to have guards in basketball and all that. They're starting to come along. Everyone's projecting Franklinville, Ellicottville to play in the championship game. What might even be a good game is the uh, project the 2-3 seed Panama uh, versus Franklinville, and those will be down in Jamestown. Very interesting. Pine Valley uh, climber is the 4-5 seed uh they, uh, whoever wins that game, gets the <coughs> right to play up against Helgitville, the number one seed. Uh, that's, but at least that'll get them to the semifinal. Sure. at Jamestown. Uh, uh, give then, me a, a, you
3: know, a, we only have a few minutes left. Anybody have a shot at, at that? You could legitimate shot at winning a state this year, or at uh, least
1: making a state finals. Oh, the state finals. Uh, whoever comes out of D, because again, they'll get the draw. Two years ago, they had to play the semifinal against Hovelton, who went on to win the state championship. And every three years, it rotates, whether you play this section in the semi, this section okay. or this section. This year, again, I would project that the Class D uh, winner, whoever comes out of Class D, should play in the championship game against Huffleton. Uh I think they could be the second, third, and maybe fourth best teams in New York State. Uh, Anthony, quickly, uh Frank wanted to ask uh, yeah. Coach McCarthy about the Sacred Heart uh, win and, uh, right after the uh, uh, service for Sister Marie. Sure.
2: Was that a turning point for your season, the very first
1: time you ever beat Sacred
0: Heart? I wouldn't say it was a turning point. I think it was something that goes in the memory bank forever. Um, I have five seniors. Four of those five seniors went with me for, since I walked in. Uh, my first year there, I was a JV coach when they all walked in as freshmen. Um, you know, We've been talking about, setting records and, and, you know, doing different things and making a program at Mounts on day 1, and we came in together. And that was one of our goals four years ago was to, as a varsity team to beat them, to beat Sacred Heart, that is, and and it was nice. So I wouldn't say it was a turning point as much as it was an accomplishment.
1: I think the, we should mention uh, I was not at least a bit surprised at that game. First of all, that game was in your barn. Second of all, they played a non-league game against Sacred Heart in December, yes, and and uh, perhaps I hope you didn't have a worse shooting night this year than you did that night at Sacred Heart. We might have. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, they were, they did everything but put the ball in the basket. I, if you told me that uh, Mount Saint Mary's that night was going to win a rematch, I wouldn't have challenged it on a bet.
3: Okay. Mike, thank you very much for spending uh, the hour with us. We had a great time, a lot of great information out there. Best of luck to you guys and and everybody else in the postseason. And uh, have a lot of fun out there uh, for all the players, especially you seniors, because this is the memory that you're going to have that's going to last a lifetime. We'll talk to you next week for more Inside High School Sports. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,